0: Well okay so anyway i I was in uh, Paris just recently, and uh, this is going to sound made up, but we had a uh, we had a phone for our month in Paris, and uh, my phone number was posted on Facebook online as the number of this uh, French drug dealer and so <laughs> I started getting all of these texts and including this text from this guy who would not believe you know so i just said you know i don't speak french because they were coming in french and then i sort of got what he was was asking for through google translate was like i'm not uh you know i'm not what you want or whatever but then you know i finally just said okay this has been a test you passed and then we had this whole like week-long exchange where i should i should send you the text of this where it's like this this thing where I started trying to drag him into this deeper sort of thing where there were like, there was like, I made up this Ukrainian woman that was my partner and these other Ukrainians. And then also this guy that was maybe trying to kill me and was maybe going to try to kill him. And this guy was just trying to, he was trying, and I got confused. I thought he was trying to sell me something because he was talking about how he had been to Amsterdam and brought something back, but really he was trying to buy something. But I, yeah, I was able to turn it out, but it was, it was the most amazing thing, and so then, uh, just as I was, I set up a meeting with him that was just for when we uh, took off on our flight back to uh, Australia, but even got desperate, desperate sort of texts from him after that, and then finally my phone credit ran out, but it was, it was oh. great fun for our last week in Paris.
1: Fantastic.
0: Yeah, it was wow. crazy. This guy Max, I felt bad for him after you know, we had little jokes back and forth and things, but it was also all this, you know, sort of me busting out my Walter White side of myself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you had some French guy's burner number.
0: Yeah. Well no, I don't think it was actually. I think this guy this guy it, I mean, he thought that he knew the guy that he was dealing with, and then I, I sort of made it sound like I had bought this guy's business out, and now I was the new guy, and he was gonna have to deal with me. And, and it, it was weird how it, how it worked, and then even well, then he got suspicious, and apparently he even talked to this guy, and I was still able to bring it back of like, no, this guy is lying, and I'm gonna send my guy over to this guy, and you, yeah, it was it was uh, it was crazy. So, but
1: but they, were you conducting these correspondences in French?
0: No, that was that was the oh. other part of the thing. Is I convinced him that it was not safe to text in French, because he had text texted in, in English, and so he was he was using this it's called a Reverso or something, some translation program. So I was doing all this taunting of him in English. And uh, yeah, and so we were having this whole exchange in his broken English and me wow. uh, making various references. Yeah, I was surprised that he bought that, um, bought the idea that we needed to talk in English to do these transactions. Uh, but uh, I told him it was safer that way. Um, he bought it. Who knew?
1: So, uh, Jeremy, sure. have you got the copy of your... Have you got it open on your machine?
0: Right now, it is open.
1: All right. Um, so then, if you could um, read the game to us, and we will respond like a blind cave fish. <laughs> I get it? A- yeah.
2: Ryan, I think I have played this more than you, so if you want to be primary driver...
1: I will be primary driver.
0: Okay. Um, so but you have played it, Ryan? A little bit. Okay. I mean, it's better if you haven't played it at all, obviously. So um, but I, so I'm going to pretend like you've never played it and have no idea what's going on. Um, is that all Are right? And we're
2: going to start lying to people as though they were French drug buyers?
0: Well, <laughs> I know, I know. I've got many webs <laughs> of deceit here. Okay. Man. Um, yeah. I'm also going to uh, not have any pretense of talking uh, in an Australian female accent.
2: Okay? Okay. okay. I was okay. wondering. But that's uh, that's fair.
0: Yeah, and I'm not going to do any of the banner crap or whatever. If that's no, you am. have to read the banner, you
2: have to read the banner. We have a rule on this podcast: you have to read the banner. I have to read the banner. Yeah, yes. we like the sixty sixty part, and the 612s. Yes, especially the six twelfths.
0: Oh, you know, I didn't. I I did a custom banner. So, uh, but oh, I know. You want, me okay. to, you want me to start with the
2: banner.
1: Read all the text that is on the screen.
2: Yeah, just read the text in order, but don't skip the banner. Okay. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. For okay, you, I awesome. I will do it. I will do Thank it. Thank you. Okay. You're a prince.
0: Okay. Uh, you, t- you say go, and I will go. All right, go! Go. Calm down. All you have to do is write a thousand words, and everything will be fine. And you have all day, except that it's already noon. Violet, a distraction by Jeremy Freese, Release 3, November 2008. New readers type about. Hints available. You told me you were making progress. And then I find out you haven't finished a paragraph in five months. What did you expect? So now here you are, up in your office. I am sorry that today is a Saturday. I am especially sorry that today is your 30th birthday. We had all kinds of adventures planned. I refuse to feel guilty. Of course, I'm still upset. I will try to set that aside and be encouraging. I really do want you to succeed today. Please just write.
1: Okay. Examine me.
0: You look tired, which is understandable given the length of our discussion last night. You're not Mm. carrying anything. You have a tattoo on the back of your hand.
1: Um, (laughs) Examine tattoo?
0: Well, tattoo's not right, right? What you did is you scrawled T-Y-V-T-W-D on the back of your hand before leaving this morning. It stands for take your violet to work day. This is your plan. You're going to get through the day by pretending I'm here with you. Just so we're clear, just so we're clear, you are actually alone, and presumably I'm back at our apartment, packing and crying.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: Alright. Um, I'm going to write, write. Right. While well, you're standing. You've been pacing most of the morning, stewing about our fight last night. Now, I don't see myself why somebody can't type just as easily standing up as sitting down. But, you are adamant that you can only focus enough to write seriously if you're sitting down.
1: Oh, that's understandable. Sit down.
0: Okay. You're seated at your desk. You're ready to go. Just write. Oh, somebody's sorry. Wait, wait. Somebody's coming up the (laughs) stairs. Somebody's coming up the stairs. I thought you said no one ever comes in on the weekend. Hmm.
1: Um,
0: uh, listen, listen, well, it was wonderfully quiet when you were the only one in the building.
1: Oh, man. I've been here. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, uh, can I look around?
0: Like, look. look. Sure. Well, so when Wisconsin was recruiting your advisor, they promised her space for graduate students. You're in a decrepit building, but otherwise it's not bad. What you've got is you have a great big desk in front of a window You have this resplendent yellow chair, a cabinet in one corner, a gigantic cactus in another, and a tall bookcase on the back wall with this incredibly cute little stool in front of it. The door is west. Okay.
1: Examine cactus.
0: Examine cactus. Well, okay, we stand up first. Now, supposedly this cactus belonged to a business school professor, and he left Madison for another university in a snip. There was this accidental transposition of numbers on a form, and it caused it to be moved in here instead of to the university's botanical disposal. Your department won't pay to move it again, so it's been here for years, right? It's obtrusive, to be sure, but at least it hides that big ugly pipe that leads up to the sprinkler on your wall. Plus, plants are cheery. I'm glad the pot is too heavy for you to be able to move it yourself. Wait. Right. now, there are two voices in the hallway, a man and Julia. Julia hasn't been in her office for weeks. She shows up on a Saturday.
1: Hmm. Can I? In in uh, try wait.
0: Wait. I'm, I'm treating this the way wait, I wait
1: in reality. I,
0: I, I, well, I mean, not to be cross, but waiting is what I have been doing for the last two years.
1: <laughs> oh no. Okay. Um. Uh, listen again.
0: Listen again, Julia and someone else. Right, this cannot be good.
2: I hate Julia.
0: Um.
1: We all
2: hate Julia.
1: I I am afraid to go out into the hall. I'm
0: going to go out into the hall. Go west. West. Look, you need to write. Your computer is here. Besides. Your office door is closed, and might I add, for a reason, right? Julia is here to sabotage you. I'm sure of it. She's in her office right now, talking loudly with the door open.
1: Okay. Okay. So, I have, I'm going to open YouTube on my computer and get, um, probably like, a Stevie Wonder playlist. And I'm going to play that as loud as possible. And that will be passive-aggressive enough that I feel better about, you know? That's how I would do it. But I assume that YouTube is not implemented in this game.
0: Well, you'll have to see. You're not even sitting down at the moment, my friend. Okay, I'm going to sit down. (laughs) You are sitting in your awesome yellow chair again.
1: This is weird because I used to have an office with a desk and a window and a yellow chair. Hmm. So, but I mean, ha- hasn't
0: everyone? Hasn't everyone? <laughs> uh, okay, examine computer. Examine computer. Well, it's a desktop PC. It's old, it's perfectly fine for writing. In addition to your word processor, applications you can open include a browser, chat, mm. and email. The computer has a USB port in the front, and it's connected to the internet with a cable in the back. This dude, oh. with, uh, this dude with Julia, he sounds like the one that she was flirting with at, at Lucy's party. Now, you remember? You remember he was a scrawny guy, and his parents said he owned this hotel in Milwaukee. It was called the Historic Fister. Fister with a P. Uh-huh.
2: I just want to interject at this point. My mom has actually stayed at the Historic Fister, and she says it is very nice.
0: Lovely hotel in Milwaukee.
2: Lovely hotel in Historic Milwaukee. Historic Stay again. Fister. A+. P.F. I, I don't F. know.
0: Is it haunted?
2: I don't know if it's haunted.
0: It's totally haunted. Okay. Absolutely um, haunted. <laughs> <laughs> you, will, you, will, you will not survive the night in Historic Fister.
1: <laughs> Open <laughs> browser.
0: Open browser. You open your browser. Within five minutes, you've gone from skimming a post on your favorite superhero comics blog to reading an epic news group debate about the history of villains that were made entirely out of ham. Right? So, now look. If you don't stop now, you're just going to surf away another afternoon. You have to write. So you close the browser.
1: This is not... This game does not accurately represent my creative process. No? No.
2: How would this be going down in, in your world?
1: It, I, I would um, I would read that news group post. I would begin to compose a response. It would get to about uh, 300, 400 words. i delete it, and now I'm ready to oh, write man. whatever I have to write.
0: Story ah. of my life. Story of my life, my friend. Yes. <laughs> so, I, have,
2: I have half of an interactivefiction.org org. Forum <laughs> response in my email right now that I sent to myself because it got too long and I had to go to bed. And when I get back to it, I need to explain the theory of comedy from the base.
0: Oh. Which is going to be first, another. First principles. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. oh, comedy, no. comedy from first principles. Yep. Yeah. This well, is why.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to write. Right. <laughs> Mystery solved.
0: Well, unfortunately, uh, with all this pacing and ruminating, you've been here over two hours, and you have not actually opened your word processor yet.
2: Hmm.
1: Open that. The word processor.
0: I get it. Open. Chapter three of your dissertation awaits. You can do it. You know, I don't know okay. why I confided in Lucy about our problems. I should have known that Lucy was going to tell Julia.
1: Oh. Why would you... You're... Uh, right.
0: Right. <laughs> okay, so... You know, you're starting to try to focus on the screen and type, but, but you're very tired. And I realized that you hardly slept last night because you were all worked up from our fight, and then you were... Well, I banished you to the dodgy futon in our living room. So, look, <laughs> I, I know you're not going to let a little grogginess stop you. You're determined, you're determined to do this for us.
1: Okay, so I'm going to write?
0: Right. I, you're trying. You, you're really trying. I can tell. But, <laughs> but each time you begin to think through the opening sentence, you're getting this dull, cloudy, tired pain right behind your eyes. So, okay, you want to write... You just need to get yourself more awake first.
1: Okay. Slap me.
0: Okay, so, sure. You can engage in a few zesty rounds of abusing yourself, but (laughs) I I don't really think it's going to get you any more awake. So now, you, you look out the window for a moment there's this wonderfully serene park across the street. We could be frolicking there right now. We could be canoodling in the shrubbery. Please, just right. You know what? This lady is not being helpful.
1: Because she just keeps <laughs> yelling at me. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to apply this principle. In my own <laughs> um... I am going to. I need to wake up. Uh, look in. Uh, there's a cabinet, right?
0: Uh, yes. Look in cabinet? Yes, please. How about we examine cabinet? Okay. Uh, okay, so you're going to have to stand up first, right? Um, the cabinet is university drab. It's about <laughs> a, a meter high, and it's got this silly fake wood front. It's closed, it's locked. On the top of the cabinet, on the other hand, uh, is the opposite of drab. It's a spectacularly intricate origami trophy.
1: Um, Examine trophy.
0: Well, you you train for months and then you had to run the entire race in the rain. You get a chintzy little medal after all that. I mean, (laughs) come on. You deserve better. So afterwards, I took that big sign that I was holding up for you, and I spent two days folding mm. it into a proper trophy.
1: Oh, that's nice. Um, uh, um, I'm not carrying anything, so I don't have the key. I'm going to examine desk. Examine the desk.
0: Uh, if I know of course, anything
1: about desks, it has... There all. you go.
0: Well, <laughs> this desk, this is so of course, the, the big oak desk is unusually posh for our graduate student office. It belonged to this professor who had a stroke at his computer, and none of the other faculty wanted to take a desk, a desk on which uh, once rested the head of a dead colleague. Right? <laughs> so on top of the desk, you've got your computer, you've got my itinerary, you've got a framed darling, and you've got a pile that you cannot even contemplate right now. OK? The desk drawer is closed. A wastebasket is on the floor to the left.
1: All right. See, another way that this is nothing like me is if I have to procrastinate or if I have to write the third chapter of my dissertation, then organizing that pile is the first thing I'm going to (laughs) do. But I'm going to open the drawer first. Well, wait.
0: Oh, no. You're organizing the pile, right? Because you pick up one thing. And then you put it back down. You pick up another thing, and then you put, you put that thing back down. So you start thinking. So what you really need is you need a comprehensive office straightening solution, right? Yep. Oh, and right. to do that, maybe you need to make like a diagram or maybe a spreadsheet. Stop. Mm-hmm. Stop. This is not what you need to be doing today, right? But out of the pile, you do pick up a potato gem.
1: A potato gem.
0: Potato gem.
1: I examine that thing.
0: Oh, you know. So I always forget they're not called potato gems here. Just like I can never remember that it's cotton candy instead of fairy floss. Uh, so I think I think you brought tater tots for your lunch uh, a fortnight ago. I hope uh, it's, I, I hope it's not any older than that.
1: Okay, I'm gonna take that, and I have a. Sinking feeling that I'm going to eat it later.
0: Well, but, you, are, uh, you, you picked it up before, so you already have that budget. Oh, okay, good. Uh, so now you're distracted by Julia. She's, she's laughing inauthentically, and she's telling Historic Fister, you're so clever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm, uh, can I open the drawer?
0: You open the drawer. And there is a shiny little key in your notebook. Okay. Although you, Exa- you while you write on the, the computer, you still like to keep a pen in your notebook handy because sometimes it helps you to work out the more complicated sentences and long handed before you type them in. Uh, you do have several pens in your bag. Hey, hey, Wallaroo, where's your bag?
1: <laughs> Examine bag.
0: I don't see it here. Where is it? Oh, God. You were so distracted this morning, you left your bag back at our apartment. Uh. Now, uh, look, I'm a, I'm a gentle girlfriend, so I'll refrain from marveling at how it's past noon and you're only realizing this now. Right? <laughs> you, you, you can't go get your bag. Right? You're, you're, you know that you're doomed to an afternoon of meandering distraction if you leave this office.
2: All
1: right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um 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 um, um, <laughs> um examine notebook.
0: Well it's a small notebook, it's you know about ten by fifteen centimeters. The cover is lenticular, right? So from mm. this angle it's got a drawing of of your comic book hero, Professor Detective, and he's telling one of your his graduate students, you carry the heaviest of all burdens, potential. Several pages inside the notebook have writing on them.
1: Um so wait, when I when I move the uh notebook, is it like you carry the heaviest of all burdens and then I move it and then it says potential? Is that like how it works? I know what lenticular means.
0: Right. Well, no because so if you look at the notebook again, now you're oh. holding it and the cover features Professor Detective telling undergraduate Constable Duffy In both my vocations, intelligence means little without discipline. Several pages do have writing on them. You could read the notebook if you want. But right now, well, right now you're looking out the window again. So today in the park, today in the park there's this laughing couple that could have been us tossing a Frisbee back and forth. There's also an older gentleman walking his Malamute.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Um, does the window have blinds or like a curtain?
0: Let's examine the window.
1: I'm g- yeah, do that.
0: Well, so your window, it's, it's right behind your desk and it's about two meters high and one meter wide. It's got this old gray blind, which is raised. So on the mm. sill, I'm a little bit surprised, uh, to see a lighter. Um, you look out the window. Now there's this blonde haired father and an even blonder son that are walking into the park from the east, and entering your view from the west, there's a zombie. Uh
1: examine zombie.
0: <laughs> did you know? Did you even know the zombie lurch was scheduled for this weekend? Man, I loved you and your makeup for it last year, especially when you had that brain drool running down your chin. <laughs> Man.
1: I, this this is this is succeeding in stressing me out um, i I'm going to close the blind, close blind
0: Well, you pull the cord and nothing happens. You complained to me about this weeks ago, and I explained to you what the problem likely was and how to fix it. You remember
1: Yes <laughs> Did you type in yes yes okay
0: well, that's the spirit, Dundee cake. Incidentally, you're distracted by Julia. She's now talking about her abs.
1: Well. Um, I'm not interested in Julia's abs because I'm role-playing as this person who only has eyes for Violet. Aww. But metagame Lee I am thinking about Julia's abs. <laughs> I,
0: I um, remember... Remember. Oh, we're already spending enough time reminiscing today without having to make a specific effort.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, um, hit blinds. Well, destroying the blind, I think, would be counterproductive. All right? You do start looking toward the door with this really irksome dreaminess. Now, whatever else about Julia, the woman knows how to choose her perfume. Of course I, I I don't know how much she has poured on herself that you can smell it this far away. I
1: I just need to murder Julia. <laughs> it's Kill. so simple.
0: Yeah. Uh I think you're just trying to break random things as a way of procrastinating.
1: No. I'm, I'm breaking very specific things. Um,
0: take key. It's yours, Vegemite. Uh, okay. you, look, you look toward the door, though, and it's the perfume again. I agree uh, it's really appealing, but still, this is Julia. Footnote. Uh, by the way, uh, I decide I'm just going to say footnote whenever I have a decide. You say footnote, <laughs> I'll tell you.
1: Um, footnote.
0: Well, so do you remember when you first asked me out, and I said, you already have a girlfriend. I wouldn't if I had known that I was going to meet you. <laughs> How charming. Will you say the same thing to the woman that you dumped me for? <laughs> Julia Julia and I aren't serious. She doesn't even care about me. I'm the respectable diversion after the mess with the emeritus history professor leaving his wife. The only reason she'd be upset is that she's proud of her streak where no man has ever broken up with her.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 did I take the key? Yours, Vegemite. Okay, yes, I did. And now I am unlocking the cabinet. You unlocked the cabinet. I open the cabinet.
0: Well, so last night, near the very end, I want you to have your birthday present regardless. Violet, I'll write the thousand words. I planned a treasure hunt for you. I wrote clues. It was going to end in your office. Violet, I'm going to write tomorrow. I promise. Look in that cabinet that you never use. You'll like how I wrapped it. So you open the cabinet and it reveals a very odd balloon and a plastic bottle filled with fluorescent pink liquid.
1: What? (laughs) Examine balloon?
0: So the balloon is about 25 centimeters across. It's this milky white rubber that's covered with these purple ink swirls, right? And a strange furry thing is inside. It's three long legs pressing against the side. At the bottom of the balloon, there's a bright yellow tab on which I've written, pull me, right? Now, you start looking out the window again. The zombie in the park, he's dressed like an investment banker, but you recognize him as a zombie because he's got this tasty skin and the blood dripping out of his mouth, and he's doing the lurching gait. He pauses to look at his watch. (laughs) Um, uh, I'm going to pull the tab. You pull the tab, and the balloon deflates with a pop and a whoosh, and you hear me shout, happy birthday, and zestily toot a kazoo, right? So now, what's left is a is a white rubber square with a message on it. Uh, you're also holding the three-legged furry thing, which you now realize is an electronic device.
1: Wait, I get it. Oh, that's clever.
2: Hmm. Huh.
1: <laughs> the balloon. Uh huh. You write the message on the balloon, and then you blow it up, so uh-huh. it's impossible to read. And then when it's deflated, you can read it. Exactly. Am I getting this right? Yeah. Yep. That, is, that is classy.
0: Um, what is the electronic device? So it looks like a set of sort of over-the-head headphones, except there's a third one, and it's covered with short brown fur. There's a little plug on it that would allow it to be connected into the USB port of a computer. There are tiny letters on the plug, and it says platypod. Oh, boy.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm going to do something with that, but I believe there was a bottle in the cupboard as well. Can I examine that, please? Yes.
0: Well, so the bottle's dusty. Is this even yours, or was it left over from Marty? Well, the label has several large characters of what looked like they're maybe like Chinese or Cyrillic or cuneiform, but small type beneath it says Divine Soda Mega Energy. Uh, and the label also has a drawing of a devil poking a man in the bother, <laughs> footnote, with an electrified pitchfork. The man's eyes are bulging out, and his, his mouth is rounding into a screen. The bottle's filled with this fluorescent pink liquid.
1: Okay. Uh, footnote.
0: Well, so I, I never really thought of Australians as being language prudes, but I decided that Wisconsin was turning me into such a potty mouth that something needed to be done. So now I say bother.
2: I don't uh, think Wisconsin has ever turned anyone into a potty mouth, ever.
0: Uh uh-huh. By um, Australian standards. <laughs>
1: um, okay, so clearly this poisonous liquid will keep me awake just long enough to write a thousand words. So I'm going to drink that first. Open it and then drink it if necessary.
0: Holy bother is that strong! Oh my god! You feel like your brain is now a giant sparkler. You feel invincible. You feel like buying a circus. You feel like moving to South America and starting a revolution. Dissertation? You feel like writing a trilogy in an opera. You feel like fathering an entire room full of monkeys so that they can type randomly until they write their dissertation for you. Whatever else... You're certainly now plenty alert. I'm going to email okay. Marty to find out where I can get some of that.
1: <laughs> I'm going to. I sit again.
0: You're sitting at your desk again. You're okay. distracted, but well, you are distracted because now Julia says especially loudly, "You could use mine to calculate pi." Footnote.
1: I don't, I don't know if the footnote for that is going to be safe for work.
2: <laughs> oh Bob.
0: Footnote. Oh, yeah. Well, so do you remember the story about how when Julia was in college and she told these two math guys she'd hook up with whichever one memorized pi to the most digits? She made them, like, stand on chairs at a party, alternating digits until one of them missed. She claims it went on for two hours. And then she didn't even go home with the winner. Instead, instead, there was this Russian computer scientist who claimed that he could spontaneously generate truly random digits. (laughs) <laughs> Julia says, prove it. The guy says, four. And she swoons. and she pulls him into a bathroom. Ah! So, I, the thing is, I can't believe she told you that story and you continued dating her.
2: Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah, Julia is terrible.
0: She's
1: terrible. I want to play a game where I play as her. <laughs> uh, okay, 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 okay. Right.
0: Well, so now, completely, unblinkingly alert, you start thinking about that first sentence. Previous scholarship has typically conceptualized. Six seconds later, you're checking your email, and you switch back to your word processor for a bit, but then you start reading some blogs. You check your email again, and you go back to blogs. I suspect this is how the past several months in your office have gone
1: you you'd suspect correctly, but it works, I'm telling you. Um I I uh I'm gonna um
0: uh examine the computer again. Well the PC's old but fine. It's got a word processor, browser, chat, email. It also has the USB port in front that's connected to the internet with a cable in the back.
1: Uh-huh. Okay, I'm going to disconnect internet cable. I have no idea what
0: the verb and noun there should be. Good. So, well, yeah, you unplug the ethernet cable. Great. Oh, sure. All right. It has to be easier to write if you can't chat or check email or surf the web whenever you want. Uh, you know, and you're thinking about, now you're starting to think about your bag. And sure, it's unfortunate, but there's nothing you can do. So just forget about the bag.
1: Forgotten. I'm going to put
0: the platypod in the USB port. You plug in the platypod. it'll beep when it's fully charged.
1: All right, so I'm going to um, I'm going to
0: write okay so you resume thinking about that first sentence and you fidget, your hands tremble a little bit. you want to check your email, you want to read blogs, and then what do you do? You retrieve the cable and you plug it back into the computer. Okay. Ugh. You know, I didn't know it was this bad, Laura Keat. I don't know what to say. I uh take cable. Done, button plum. You're now holding the Ethernet cable. For Incidentally, t- well, you're also distracted by Julia because she's going on about how you're gonna get <laughs> Well, so you get a discount if you get both tongue piercings at the same time. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, Put cable in cactus. Uh, You know, I don't really get how that would work. Um, Besides, last last month you spent a whole afternoon whinging because of a splinter. So, beep, 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 the platypod is fully charged. Uh, Okay. So you you retrieve that and then you return to what you're doing.
1: Yes. I uh, put it behind (laughs) cactus. That's never going to (laughs)
0: work. You know, it doesn't work. I, I think a little bit you're trying just random things as a way of procrastinating.
1: Keep telling me that I'm trying random things. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh, oh! Um. Put cable in cabinet.
0: You, you put the Ethernet cable into the cabinet. You also now are looking out the window again. And there's a second zombie that enters the park from the east holding a sign. The first zombie looks relieved.
1: Zombies don't hold signs. <laughs> Get into character. All right.
2: Oh man, at the Phoenix Comic-Con Zombie Walk, there was a woman in a Barbie box. <gasps> what? She was dressed up as a Barbie a zombie Barbie doll in a box. Ooh, it was the best zombie costume I've seen.
1: That's that sounds pretty great. fantastic. Yeah. Um Yeah, that's great. Um okay, 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 okay. Okay. I cuz I'm mad at this puzzle. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm mad at this whole thing because it's basically lying to me and <laughs> saying that I can't write under these circumstances when I know I can.
0: You so can do like, it. You can do it. This time
1: it's personal.
0: You can do it.
1: I, I, oh, I put, did I put the, oh, I need to read the card, which I forgot to do.
0: So you stretch the rubber square and then you can read what I've written. Happy birthday. Mm -hmm. I know you wanted a boring, ordinary music player, but I got my brother to send the latest piece of consumer electronics genius from the kangaroo corridor. Behold, (laughs) the platypod, Y3 headphones, because the middle one attaches by suction to your forehead for complete hands-free and display-free control. Not to mention, kick-bother extra bass. Why is it furry? Don't ask me. Melbourne is in the throes of an epic fake fur fat I don't understand. But this is going to be a huge hit, and not just among the armless blind. So, (laughs) you charge it with your computer, and then you scrunch your brow to turn it on. I've already put some... I've already put some bonus presents on it for you. You are my favorite, Violet. Aww. Have
2: they started? Have they started actually manufacturing these? Because I kind of want one.
0: I know. Isn't it a great idea?
2: Yeah. <laughs> when you're driving.
0: Exactly. Walking down the street. Uh huh. Why not?
2: Yeah, you're busy. You're busy people. You're using your hands for things. Plus, i four-
1: having business lunches. Yes. I'm calling cabs. Uh huh. You know, I'm I'm <laughs> fighting dudes.
2: Yeah, you're uh saying the word bye at people. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm doing that thing with the uh, all that paper that they have at Wall Street for some reason.
2: Oh man! No. Oh, are you doing that thing with the paper? <laughs> you know the old the old school printer paper that stuck together, and you had to run down the hallway with with long trails of it. Oh yeah.
0: Because oh, because there was tape. a
2: problem. Uh yeah. bigger than yeah. ticker tape.
1: Oh, okay. You might be I, too young for this. I'm like whole whole sheets of stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, and it's like green and white. Yeah, stripy. yeah the green and
2: white stripy yeah, exactly. paper. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. That stuff.
1: I saw that at a at a museum. It was like they used to print on this. <laughs> I know, it's amazing. <laughs> uh and I'm doing all of this with these furry things attached to my head. Yes.
2: Yes. Score.
1: I
0: Are you I don't know if you're wearing it actually. Not yet. Okay.
1: But the day will come. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to put the key... Uh, sorry. Put the... What do you call it? The... The
2: Ethernet cable?
1: Ethernet cable. Thank you. Sure. In the cabinet. Put
0: cable in cabinet. Uh, we'll take the cable first. How about that? I thought I had the cable. Well, now Does it's... Can not
1: carry more than one thing?
0: It's yours, little numbat. Uh, so what? Uh, well, you do. You put the Ethernet cable into the cabinet. You're okay. you are you are a little distracted right now because Julia's talking about her bother. I uh, I can't huh. I can't believe you, you that you dated someone who's so crass. <laughs> I can't believe it.
1: I still want to I I I, I want to play the game where Julia has a problem that she solves in her Julia way. <laughs>
0: That I'm going to close cabinet. Uh, you do? You close the cabinet? Um, but uh, at the same time, your eyes are going all dreamy again because the latest waft of Julia's perfume is inducing a, a galling little reverie. So uh, you need to snap out of this. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: uh Whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna deal with that next. Lock cabinet. You lock the cabinet. Clever little okay. Wallaroo. I'm I'm a clever Wallaroo. No. I'm going to uh, <laughs> um eat key.
0: Oh, it looks so easy in movies. You just put it in your <laughs> mouth and then you just will yourself to swallow real hard. But when that key is at the top of your throat, some primordial terror reflex kicks in and you just cough the key right back into your hand.
1: Yeah, that part I can relate with. Um, that's okay. Um, this isn't the kind of thing where um, if I had tried to swallow with some of the gross drink, I would have been able to do it and now I can't. And now the game is in an unwinnable state, right?
0: I would never do an Unwinnable State to you, Wallaroo. Aww. Aww,
1: Thank you. Uh, Remember, Jenny, when we're approaching people about uh, games to do on this podcast, Uh you have to make sure that you can't get them into Unwinnable States. Right. Because...
2: Oh, man, that would be the worst. uh, um, No, I knew Jeremy was good for it.
1: (laughs) All right. Um, Um... Okay,
0: uh, Drop key. You put it on the desk. So now you're looking well, out the, well you're looking out the window again. The, the sign, the zombie sign, it says, "Zombies was people too." And another pair of zombies enter the park. One of them is holding a sign that says, "Undead and proud."
1: You guys.
2: <laughs> so it's a zombie protest, which is totally a thing that would happen in Madison.
0: Totally, Madison.
1: Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna. Um, I need to. Um, I need to block the door. Um, what am I wearing?
0: Um, what are you wearing? Well, let's examine me again. Okay. Well, you look. You look disheveled, especially since you haven't shaved in four days. You're carrying the platypod, rubber square, the tater tot. Uh, incidentally, in the rubber square's pouch, there's this small chip.
1: Um, what is the chip? Examine that chip.
0: Well, you can't get a good look at the chip while it's still in the pouch. How about we take it out?
1: Okay, okay.
0: So it's, now it's yours, Gumnut. Um you know this rubber is really strong and stretchy for how thin it is, isn't it? I got it from this company that makes weapons grade slingshots anyway, so you're distracted now because Julia's saying especially loudly, uh impressive, huh? When I was in high school, my guidance counselor recommended that I become a contortionist
1: i'm playing the wrong game um,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we
0: uh, okay, so what is the chip? Well, so the chip is like it's like one of those chips that are in a musical greeting card, and it's got this tiny plum-colored D painted on it. When you oh, squeeze man. it, so you squeeze the chip, and you hear me shout "Happy birthday!" and then this cheery little toot on a kazoo. Okay. Oh, I okay. Well, so now you're back to thinking about your bag. Why am I so forgetful? You say aloud. Why am I so disorganized? You know, but Budgie. If you dwell on it, it's not going to help. I know, you say. Why do I always dwell on everything?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I... I... Um... Oh, but we, we... I'm not wearing anything. My clothes do not exist. So, I need to... Uh well, no airflow. you can you can
0: examine your clothes. You're wearing standard workplace attire. Okay, it's so it's several several rungs below what any corporation that has casual Fridays would allow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I doff clothes then.
0: Well, look, I don't let you walk around the apartment naked, so I don't see any reason why it's gonna help you write.
1: But I'm gonna Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to lock off the door so that Julia's voice and aroma can't get in violent <laughs> um
2: if that is your real name <laughs> <laughs>
1: um okay, okay, can I try sit and write again?
0: Well, you sit, but now julia's uh she's saying especially loudly, you know. It's not so much that I'm double-jointed as that I am just very determined. (laughs) And now you try to write. So you try. Two minutes later, you unlock the cabinet. You take out the cable. You plug it back into the computer, and you start idly Google-stalking friends from primary school. You know, we're not going to be able to work out your internet addiction issues today, my little nutter-butter. We need to move forward anyway. So, gamely, you unplug the cable, and you lock it in the cabinet again.
1: Okay. Okay. I am going to... Oh. um. Slide the key under the door into the hallway where I'm not allowed to get it.
0: Sure. You slide the key under the door. Feels good to be rid of it. Hey, Hey! Excuse me. You hear Julia tell Historic Fister a few moments later, and then you hear some footsteps, and then you see the keys skidding back under the door into your office.
1: This woman is amazing. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to, I, I'm
0: going to open that door. Open door. Well, no, uh, come on. That's what Julia wants you to do. If you go outside, the two of you are going to have some long argument. It's a combination of her fighting and throwing herself at you. And then you're going to come back in here and you're going to spend the rest of the afternoon stewing and unable to focus long enough to write. You have to ignore her, right? Now, you're looking out the window again, and there's maybe two dozen zombies in the park now. They're lurching. They're milling about. Uh, A couple of them are unfurling a blood-spattered banner that says, what do we want? Brains. When do we want them? <laughs> Brains. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
0: we're going. We're gonna. We're gonna uh, scream. You see, this is what Julia wants. Julia wants you to engage her. She wants you to argue with her because she I knows want
1: to engage. I Julia. know,
0: but she knows it's just gonna get you wound up, and then you won't be able to concentrate the rest of the day. You have to ignore her.
1: Marry Julia.
0: uh well maybe i maybe I don't understand what you mean there <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: so this what's going on here I choose to believe is the parser understands what I mean and <laughs> de- decides to pretend that fake a parser error so that it doesn't actually have to respond.
0: <laughs> To what I said, it really doesn't want to dignify that idea. Uh-huh. Okay did you want okay, to do, okay. Did you want to try something more coarse?
1: Ah, uh, I'm I'm not a, a cusser, but maybe Jenny could type a, a, a <laughs> swear word into the game.
2: Bother, Julia. Oh well, <laughs> if that's what you
0: want, then I've got nothing to say. Here's the death message. I hope you get a disease. So, all right. Now, we don't have to end this way. You, you can undo the last turn. <laughs> but but you know, if, you'd rather, if you'd rather finish breaking my heart, then by all means, quit. Oh, fantastic. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> undo, undo. Okay, I'm doing jazz hands right now. The previous, ter- previous turn's undone
2: oh man
1: okay
0: um i
1: jenny help me out
2: okay um let's see well (laughs) you know i know this one and i'm like oh well i'll just think of some subtle hints wait what was the solution what was the solution to this puzzle oh i remember now okay ryan examine some more stuff in the office
1: Um, examine the,
0: um...
2: You might need to look again.
0: Look again. Okay, well, many graduate students would be jealous if you're having a door that you can close, you've got the high ceilings, you've got (laughs) most glamorous of all, you have a window, Uh, and you also have the huge desk, you've got a gorgeous yellow chair, a cabinet, the admittedly incongruous cactus, tall bookcase, and incredibly cute stool so your desk you've got your computer you've got my itinerary you've got a framed knockout and you got the pile that you can't even contemplate also the stupendously intricate origami trophy sits on top of the cabinet and uh, on the floor there's a shiny little key and there's a wastebasket okay look in wastebasket well it's yeah standard issue university dreary it's that sullen cousin of university drab metal Right? There's a wad of gum that's stuck to the wastebasket's rim. You're distracted by Julia now saying especially loudly, sure, she's cute, if you can get past the mole. Hey, watch it, Julia.
1: Ooh. The, uh, the, uh, the, the gum. Take the gum.
0: You pull the gum off the wastebasket's rim. Ick.
1: Now I have the gum.
0: Uh, okay. Examine the knockout. And that, so why you choose this photo of me, I don't know. It's from a party last summer, and I'm wearing the, an, an enormous foam lobster on my head. I've got whipped cream all over my right cheek. I'm smiling uh, ma- maniacally, and I look like I might be so tipsy that I don't even know what continent I'm on. You know, permit me two moments of immodesty. One, even in a picture where I'm not at my best, I am still clearly worth a thousand words. Two, the frame itself is very cleverly done.
1: Examine frame.
0: Well, so what I did is I took the concert flyer from our first date and I made it into a hard plastic laminate, you know, like a shrinky-dink. And then I made a clear plastic sheet the same size to go over the front of the photograph. Then I fused this sturdy binder clip to the two pieces to hold everything in place. Right? Come on. I'll also mention that officially now it's disconcerting how much you're, you're distracted by Julia's strumpy perfume. Strumpy.
1: Strumpy. 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 Okay.
0: Uh, but that frame is made of these two laminate pieces, but they're fused together by a sturdy binder clip. Oh, take a clip. Well, I, I mean, I fused the binder clip to the rest of the frame. So you, you couldn't do anything to it without, without breaking the frame. and oh. You know. Goes without saying that the frame has considerable sentimental value for us both. Okay. Forget that. Well <laughs> Or
1: not. <laughs> 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 um But I have I have no idea what to do with that. And anyway I don't think it is part of the problems that are currently vexing me. So I need to
0: examine bookcase oh well this was two weeks ago violet take this don't give it back to me for a month is this your car key well it's just the, the key to the trunk the boot right so i put all the books for my office in there but you said you just needed to read one more book and then you were all ready to write yeah violet and you pointed out that i've said that several times before you're right I've read enough. I just need to get what's into my head onto the computer. So, you know, I'm used to seeing your bookcase so full, but now it's uh, nearly empty. On the second shelf, there is a book. And on the bottom shelf, there's a smartly done snow globe. Okay. Examine snow globes. Oh, the snow globe. Well, so it's this glass globe, and it's got a plain wooden bottom. And inside there's this happy winter scene. there's a, a paunchy smiling figurine in a white outfit and snow that's up to his ankles right his hands they look like they're covered with chocolate right and now, but you're looking out the window again okay, and again. this zombie march is attracted counter protesters. So there's this older man in overalls who's holding an American flag in one hand and a sign saying, mm-hmm. "These colors don't lurch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is terrible, because I'm not supposed to be paying attention to clearly the best thing that's going on. Um, I, uh, I'm i going to shake the snow globe.
0: Oh, you you shake the snow globe vigorously. And the snow starts swirling around the globe. It turns pink. And then it turns red. Because remember when we were watching the, the television at midnight... The Saskatoon Strangler. He killed six people before being arrested by the Mounties in 1986. You're watching a documentary about a serial killer at bedtime? It was only six people, Violet. Plus, he worked as a confectioner. If you can't sleep, you can't complain about the noise that I start making when I'm working on something.
1: Jeez. Yeah. Okay, okay, what's the book?
0: Well, this is the latest. Last book you really must read before you're able to write your dissertation without a nagging feeling that there's one more book that you really must read. So, uh, if you start reading it now, hours are going to go by and you're not going to write your 1,000 words.
1: Hmm. 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 Put book on stool.
0: Well, you need to be holding the book uh, before you I put it on top of something else. take that book. Yeah, well, you're... We'll get there, but you're also a little bit distracted because Julia is now saying, uh, you know what she does? She makes things that look like summer camp craft projects, and she tries to convince people that they're art. Mm. I know. I wonder if I would get away with it if I killed her before my flight leaves tomorrow morning. (laughs) Now, let's take the book. Hold on.
1: Before we take the book, I have to kick Julia in the face.
0: Well, (laughs) you take the book. Um, why did you pick up the book? You know, if you start reading it, you're not going to stop, and holding it in your hands is just going to make you want to read it even more.
1: Violet, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> kick Julia in face. Fine.
0: <laughs> you know, I didn't even really understand what you were trying to do there, except for wanting to kick Julia. Oh, let's kick Julia. I mean, yeah. come on. I am a very understanding girlfriend. That doesn't mean that I enjoy you, like, saying silly things just to test my understanding. Right? What I do see is I see the way you're looking down at your book. You want to read it. You need to resist that.
1: No. You don't, you don't know what's in my heart, Violet. I'm going to put the book on the you. stool. I am you.
0: I am you. Put the-
2: that's,
1: that's clearly not what's going on because I'm talking to Mr. Freeze over here.
2: This you just got-, got weird and deep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you
0: put. Yes, that was a Wuthering Heights moment there. Reader, I am Heathcliff. Uh, okay, you put the book on the charming stool. right? What you're doing now is you're thinking about your bag again. Honestly, you probably don't even need a pen, except now you're obsessing about about how you have to have a pen, and you don't have a pen because you forgot your bag.
1: I don't. False. Uh, I am going to stand on the book.
0: on a a stool, right?
1: Well, no, I'm standing on the book, which is on top of the stool. (sighs) Huh.
0: Well, the stool creaks as you climb onto it,
1: okay i guess now the, the, the book
0: the book may creak as well i don't I don't know what sounds book make when you stand on them they they go so you're standing on a book that's on top of a stool
1: yes why now I'm looking why are you doing I'm this look,
2: <laughs> I'm going to see the top of
1: the bookshelf, obviously. <laughs>
2: Are you just anticipating the moment where the game tells you that the stool is not tall enough itself to let you do that and you have to put the book <laughs>
1: on the stool? Why else would there be a book in this game? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I do, I do think it was a smart of you to take away your books because now the, but now the bookcase does look dreary. Uh, you've got the snow globe and you're distracted by Julia loudly saying, you know, I bet when they first hooked up, she was like, would you like to see my didgeridoo? Got it. It's got to be the most gallingly inept fake Australian accent that I've ever heard. I mean, she sounds like a Norwegian parakeet. It's worse than one of those Outback Steakhouse commercials. I, I,
1: I, you're saying that I can't see the top of the bookcase? Uh, no, but it's there. Is it there or there? Can I examine it?
0: Uh, examine top of bookcase. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's the top of a bookcase. Uh it's it's clear, it's blank, it's there's nothing on top of the bookcase.
1: There's nothing on top of the bookcase. No. Wow. I expected better.
0: <laughs>
1: um there's uh there was like a a
0: pipe or something? There is a pipe. Yeah. I examine it. Well, you get off the stool first, but the the garish chrome pipe was, it was added sometime after the building was built. It was some amendment to the fire code. So anyway, it's flush up against the wall and it runs all the way up to a sprinkler. That's just a few inches from the ceiling.
1: Uh, Examine sprinkler.
0: Oh, you remember this? It was like last October. Hey, hey, Wallaroo, why is there a pen between the sprinkler and the ceiling? It's been there since I moved in. How could somebody even wedge a pen up there like that? Well, it's even more mysterious when you consider the previous occupant of this office was a dwarf. Oh, yeah, Marty. He was, he was hilarious. Remember that prank he played with the disappearing ink toner cartridge? Well, that was mostly you, dear. Uh, all Marty did was slip <laughs> it into Julia's printer before her big presentation.
2: Nice. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Uh, stand on stool. (laughs) You want to get onto the stool? Yes. It creaks again when you climb up on it. Uh, you do gaze out the window some more, and this wood-paneled van pulls up on the street in front of the park. Now, wood-paneling doesn't quite describe it right, because it's more like somebody put wood veneer around the entire frame of a van so it looks like a ship or something. (laughs) This really is, like... (laughs) I've, I've
1: never felt so much like I'm trying to control a character separate from me <laughs> because I have all these very specific intentions and this person is like, good, uh. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to take the pen.
0: Well, the pen is on top of the sprinkler and that's over in the corner. Yeah. That's over in the corner above the cactus. So you'd have to move the stool over to that part of the room. Ah, But, you know, you should know the floor is warped over in that area, so I'd be careful if you're going to do that. By the way, uh, you know full well Marty's not a dwarf. Marty is not even especially short. Footnote.
1: Footnote.
0: Well, so the thing that's interesting is how your mind consistently malforms men who have crushes on me. Remember, Colin has three little tiny birthmarks on his cheek, and you call him Splotchy Boy. Ugh. Huh.
1: Well I I'm going to I I feel like there's danger Danger approaching. But I'm going to get off the stool and then push stool to cactus, if that's allowed. And then get on the stool and then probably die on a cactus.
0: Sure, so now it's over in the corner, close as it can get considering you've got the pot and the cactus in the way. It's also because that floor is uneven. It's very wobbly over here, so please don't try to stand on it. Now you're distracted. Julia's laughing, and she's mock shrieking, or maybe, touch my kiwi! Touch my kiwi! Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, You know, how can somebody almost have her PhD and not know that kiwis are New Zealanders? They're not Australians. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: I... I stand on the stool anyway.
0: Ah, well, you know, I wish you wouldn't. But you climb on the stool and you start reaching to the sprinkler. But then you begin to lose your balance and the stool tips over beneath you and you fall, hitting your head on the edge of the pot. You're out cold. <clears throat> it's sad. You know what's sad? It's sad to think that perhaps our relationship could have been saved if only you'd kept ample office supplies on hand. Death message. Our relationship is over. But we don't have to end this way. You can undo the last turn.
1: I undo it.
0: Okay, but time travel makes me twitchy. Previous turn, undone. <laughs> um, Jenny, can you
1: give me a hint here?
2: Um, I can't remember the pen thing, but you, you were very close to the key solution.
0: Yeah, you want to move the stool oh. over to the bookcase for one thing. So um, we got the stool okay. back at its intended location by the bookcase. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So
1: I'll I'll put the stool back there by the bookcase. There it is. And then, gumnut. And then I'll, um, this is wild. Um, put the get on the stool and put the, uh, key on the bookcase.
0: Put key on bookcase. Oh, that's very curious. Fruit cup. Done. Uh, incidentally, you have another incredibly annoying spoony moment because of Julia's perfume.
2: Mm.
1: No, it helps me focus. <laughs> Get down. Sit.
0: right. Okay, you're at your desk, right? Okay, well, within three minutes, you've retrieved the key from the top of the bookcase, and you've taken the cable out of Jenny. the cabinet. You're watching a video of a dog dressed as a ballerina. Oh, sponge muffin. If you can't be disciplined, you'll have to be clever. So you unplug the cable again, you lock it back in the cabinet. You know, I do think maybe you had the right idea.
1: Um. Um. Okay. Okay. Get this. I'm putting. I, I'm put. The key is still on top of the bookcase now, right? Nope. it's in your hand. Okay. Uh, get the uh, snow globe, and then I'm gonna put key
0: on bookcase, and then put a snow globe on key. Okay. Get the snow globe. Now, it's, that's yours, Lemon Squidgey. You know, I can't believe that I stayed up two nights uh, straight making it. But you start looking out the window again, and the back of the door opens, and ten pirates storm out of the back with their swords raised.
2: Woo! I...
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you want to go outside, don't you? I want to go
1: outside. <laughs> I want to be a pirate. <laughs> I will... Um, what was I, I? I had like half of a, another idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what it is. So I'm gonna put the. Th- can I put the snow globe on the key? Is that possible? No. Uh, don't even understand um, what that means. Well, it's like <laughs> what if the snow globe were lower than the key, but their latitude and longitude were basically the same? Um, I'm going to.
0: Doesn't it, doesn't it work in the Southern Hemisphere. I I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay, push the stool back over To the thing And maybe that will trick me into thinking I can't move The stool
0: Oh, so if you move the stool into the corner mm-hmm. And then uh, Okay, well, we get it back in the corner Again, please do not try to stand on it um, now what do you want to do?
1: Mm. I'm, uh, I want to
0: examine the stool. Oh, do you remember? This was me where I, I looked triumphant when I hauled that flimsy stool into our apartment. Look what I found in the dumpster. It's just what you need. Violet, do you think it's going to collapse if I stand on it? Well, not immediately. Just be careful. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't believe the secretary said I was undeserving when I asked if I could have a stool. Um, this stool's better anyway, and maybe I'll paint it.
1: And it is painted, isn't it?
0: Well, it's old and it looks like it might break, but yeah, it's painted this bright pastel blue with yellow stars.
1: Wow, okay. Incidentally, um,
0: you're distracted by Julia saying especially loudly... You've been working out, I've noticed. Oh, no.
1: Well, haven't we all? I'm going to... Oh, This is terrible, because you actually do bring in these distractions just as I'm about to figure out what to do next. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, Jenny. Uh-huh?
1: We need to put something under one of the legs of the stool.
2: Do we? Like...
1: If... <laughs> That's I think we might. My intuition. I
2: don't put know.
1: gum under the stool?
2: Mm, I don't think that's going to help. We do have a book.
1: Can I put the book? I thought it was a thick book.
0: Okay.
2: Oh, maybe it's let's, thick. I don't
0: know. Let's put the stool on the book oh, in the corner. Of look, the okay, so are you trying to make the stool less wobbly? That's a really intriguing idea, but the floor is so warped over there that it's a hopeless cause.
1: <sighs> maybe I'm a hopeless
2: cause.
0: You're not hopeless. You're not hopeless little koala. You're not
2: hopeless wallaroo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We...
1: What if I could... Um... I could... Um... Hint. I'm gonna use a hint. I'm just gonna type hint into the game. Well, shucks. Is Ryan really going to avail himself of this game's hint system? Will Jeremy Freeze and Jenny Palladna sit idly by while this happens? Well, you'll find out when you hear the second episode of Clash of the Type Ins playing Violet, which will be coming along in, uh... Well, shucks, I couldn't tell ya. You'll just have to subscribe to the iTunes and follow us on the, uh... Oh, heck, you know the score. I guess I'll see you around the bend. Until then, compadre.